Welcome to Felice Navipod. Blah humbudge. Hi. You happy? I am. This is what makes you happy in life? It is. Do it again. I'll I'll let you have one. Was that what you want? I want... What I want is to... Hello, hello, I'm Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Daxon. With me, I'll just have Cooper. Hi. Hello. uh, 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 Blah humbudge is Todd Cooper. (laughs) What was that? I don't know. I heard blah humbudge hemorrhage Todd Cooper. (laughs) That's correct. I'm bleeding out. It's me, Todd Cooper. Blah hemorrhage. There's a next shirt. I want it all. I want to interrupt you. I want you to have a free flowing one. I want everything. That's the problem. That's the problem with you millennials. You're a millennial, yeah. right? I, I probably. What is the cutoff there? What, I, what is what classifies a millennial? If you were born last month, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm Gen X. Oh yeah, for sure. You're. I look at you and I'm like. This dude, guy, that dude is connects. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, like, I like extreme sports. Oh, um, you're always drinking Red Bull. I'm drinking a lot of Red Bull. It gives you wings. Um, oh, uh, we got a new sponsor. It's Red Bull. Oh. So anytime we say Red Bull, you have to say it gives you wings. You know, that's how Paul McCartney dealt with <laughs> post Beatles life. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how to get there. You gave him wings. We got there. You were like, let's see, wings, Paul McCartney. How do we find that path? It's in there somewhere. It was quite a journey, and I'm glad you were there with I me. really got on board and rode along. <laughs> Hopped on the back of the truck. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What's new, Todd? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, nothing new, really. Uh, I did a bunch of podcasts this week. I was a guest on two podcasts. Todd, this plugs happen at the end of the show. Not for me, they don't. All right. No. Yeah, it, you, uh, it really did happen. Daniel Van Kirk, like on air, right. was like, "You're going to do the show this week," and he wasn't joking. And then I, I absolutely just did it. It's yeah. crazy. He's he's the absolute best. Like I, I feel like Van Kirk is a dude. Every now and again, you'll have a guest who I didn't know before didn't know before and i'm like this dude is actually could be a friend mm-hmm. not that people who i don't hang out with aren't f- friends but just there's like a it's weird i don't know yeah no i did the same when i did his show a couple years ago like as soon as we were done recording he's like you want to go get a drink and we, his old place we just literally walked across the street got a drink together and just a cool dude yeah yeah full on and then what else did you do? Uh, nothing really. What about you? I thought you said you were on a couple podcasts. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I did Steve Agee's podcast called Uh. <laughs> I forgot that's what it's called. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that guy, he's top top notch. One of the funniest dudes I know. Yeah. He tells a bunch of stories out of about him being in military school, which is the best. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. He, he was a real bad kid. <laughs> I love some Steve Agee. Uh, throwback thursday photos it oh, doesn't even God. look like the same human i know um oh, you got a you got a little gift here yeah I mention? Can, should i mention this sure if you want um to. so i got home today and somebody uh sent us a uh, a gift for the baby which was really nice uh logan myers sent us uh, a little package and thanks logan that was uh, very thoughtful that I is very that. i guess i guess you know we have 
one thoughtful listener? No, no, I do not. Ex- please don't <laughs> send anything. Please don't send anything. Uh, I, it was very nice. That is very nice. Uh, you would not ever have to do that, anybody. I, that was very nice. I just uh, wanted to say thank you. I don't want to. No, that's. I as... don't want to ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to ask for you. Listeners, oh, water came out of Todd's nose. That <laughs> caught me. It really caught me off guard. I took a sip right after, and then you're like, nope, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, boy, oh, and boy. And everyone. Merry Christmas. That was good timing. Speak of the devil? Santa Claus? Who is Hey, Allison Rosen. Hello. Come on in. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming by. Yeah. You know what? Anytime I hear your name and stop me, this probably happens, or maybe it doesn't. Do people often sing your name to Allison Road by the Gin Blossoms? It has happened before. But that is not the go-to. No? El- Elvis Costello is. Was, right, right. Yeah. When you said, do people sing, my first thought was, Answers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back in the days of answering machines with tape and everything, uh, I had plenty of messages of people singing that onto my answering machine. <laughs> and then afterwards going, hey, Allison, uh, just a thing you probably never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Like that, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, if you have a name that's like in a famous song, Mandy. I have a friend named Mandy. Yeah. And that's a famous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still, again, I have to say it every time. My name's Tony Thaxton. Tony Braxton came, right. came about when I was the new oh, kid in school. That was real fun. I bet. And yep. what about you, Todd? Todd Cooper, I get no songs. Nothing. I Nothing. get no songs. <laughs> but I get up again. Uh, yeah, I don't get Chumbawamba. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss them. No, Unless no. they're still around. Are they around still? I, you know what? You know My what? guess is probably. They were right. around for a they were around for a long time before that song. Yeah. Cuz I remember I had a friend that was like into them and mm. then they got popular and he was bummed cuz he's like that song is not like it was one of those songs yeah. that's nothing like the rest of their They were like a punk band, right? I think so. Yeah, actually like actually a punk band. I, this my, might be surprising. You type in Chumba and it automatically fills Wumba right? after that. Yeah. It is it, that band is one of those bands. I, no band breaks up anymore, guys. I like have bad every news. Every band seems like it's still together. Like they, this year, you can see any band you want on tour. It seems I like. know. They I played wonder, their final show in 2012, though, guys. Oh, yeah, Wait, is this right. according to Wikipedia? Yeah, but well, then it's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody gets back together now. Yeah, so it's coming. Chumbawamba reunion's coming this year. Five, oh, yeah. It's been five years. It's time. Yeah. You know what I was going to say? When you said no band breaks up, I was wondering, do any couples break up? Or do you think people just fade out sort of like bands <laughs> to get back together that's, if, if an, an event comes up where it's necessary? That's right. The, a five-year reunion. You're like, you know, we haven't been dating for a long time. I know. People would pay good money to see us together <laughs> doing our hits. Let's throw a party <laughs> doing our hits. <laughs> We're together. Number one hit. <laughs> <laughs> we quietly resent each other but look we're smiling <laughs> everyone likes that one well i like the one of when you guys leave here it's gonna get real that's, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> have you seen any bands recently that you saw as a kid that you were like excited to see again as a grown-up i'm trying to think about even excuse me i'm trying to think if i've even seen any bands recently mm. that is a good question and I cannot think of one that 
fits that criteria exactly. I did see X. Wow. I mean, this was years ago, sure. but I saw them. But that was, I feel like they play reunion shows-ish often. Yeah, but that's still a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, where'd you see them? It was at House. It was. It really was a long time ago. But for them, it was like they came back. I think it was at House of Blues, Anaheim, or L.A. Okay. No, it wasn't Anaheim. It's House House of Blues, L.A. Wow. Okay. Both yeah. of those gone now. Anaheim's gone. Yeah. Well, they built a new one. Apparently, I haven't been to it yet, though. Really? Yeah. The one. Did at you Disney's ever play gone. there? Yeah, a bunch of times. I hope my band opened for Tony's band there. That's right. What was your band? I was in a band called Holy Fever, like ah. a very small punk band. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. I was in a band too, but That's I did right. not play with oh, yeah, either you pl- of you guys. You played drums, right? Well, I do play drums. Really? Um, I mean, yeah, do you, yes, but it's been a long time since I've sat near drums, so I feel like it's mo- more accurate to say I used to play drums. Sure. But I'm in a but in my heart I still play drums. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I have a baby and we're in this music class now where they have all these different props and there's these sticks that she hands out and like you're supposed to, you know, hit the ground on different things. And I spent probably like 25 minutes waiting for her to comment on my crazy sense of rhythm. <laughs> and then looking around and being like, but actually everyone here seems to have a fine sense of rhythm. But I had this is my mind was totally just flight of fancy, like fantasy of her being like, wait, a, wait a minute. Have you ever thought about, and I'd be like, well, actually, yeah, I love that so much. That's exactly what it would be for me. Like I would be in there going like, when is she going to realize I'm a genius? <laughs> no, I'm doing something quite spectacular <laughs> yeah. over here. I'm doing I'm, perry diddles on the ground. Perry diddles. Is it perry diddles? Named after the famous perry diddle. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> oh, my God. He's Bizarro Perry Farrell. <laughs> or Perry Farrell. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Yeah, Ooh, I, I haven't I, heard it pronounced Perry yeah. Farrell. He had a lot of plastic surgery. Have you checked into him oh, lately? No. Yes. I don't know what made me decide to look him up, but I did. And I was like, wait a minute. Everything's much more symmetrical than it used to yeah, be. Yeah, he's he's aged. Well. Yeah. But I, it's but not. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, except that if you know what he used to look like, then not. My, my <laughs> inside of my brain just had a fight with itself mm-hmm. as soon as you said that, which was like, Come on, that's not like him. And then my other side of my brain was like, he's all aesthetic. He always has been. Yeah. Why is that not oh, like that's him? That's interesting. And then my other heart, part of my brain is because he's like kind of punk still. And then my other part of my brain was like, leave it alone. He's not. I've, like that's how it went down. I've seen him in random. Pl- I've never like seen him play a show, but I've seen him in just life two different times. Yeah. Yeah. Once I remember was. Uh, at an H&M in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. Because it was when Lollapalooza was happening in Chicago. We were playing, and it was the like, day before we played. And we were, me and our Jesse, our keyboard player, were in this H&M looking around. And we always used to do this thing where like, we saw someone that kind of looked like a celebrity you know, say to each other, hey, there's... And then you do a name that rhymes with that first name. And then, oh, that's So he sees him, and he's like, hey, there's Jerry Farrell. Or, <laughs> uh, oh, and I look, and I'm like... No, that's Perry Farrell. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was him. Wow. Yeah. Do you play that game? Do you have that game? I'm still trying to wrap my head around what the game is. Okay. So if you see someone who looks like him, you say it's that guy, but with You just like rhyming, rhyme the right. first name and then use the same. Okay. Although now you got Pharrell in my head. And so yeah. I, I, went to, I called him Pharrell. Uh, we have I don't game. play that game, but I want to. Well, na- yeah, I feel like now I would win. Let's yeah. go. Let's just all look out the window until okay. we see someone. Walk by. We used to play that game in college all the time. Uh, one f- group of friends had uh, Schmappy. 
schmappy so-and-so like oh look there's schmappy but it's best when it's somebody you know so it'd be like you'd be like there's schmappy tony thaxton mm-hmm. like somebody who looks like then there was bizarro was the other one bizarro mm-hmm. tony oh, thaxton yeah. and then there was uh our other friend had in my opinion the best version of this game which is the name and then a number one to ten how similar Oh, okay. so how would that work? Like, so let's say this Jerry Farrell looks almost <laughs> like Perry Farrell since it is him. Yep. What would that be? That would be, you'd go up and be like, that's a Perry Farrell nine. Is it out of 10? Out of 10. Oh, that's so much fun. It's really fun. Not enough people play games in life, I find. My wife and I play it all the time. It's the best. It's like, we can do it right now. Todd? Yeah. White guy emoji 10. <laughs> <laughs> I really do look like the white guy emoji. When I'm not wearing my hat, my hair is actually yeah. styled to perfection look for exactly. white. It was Brian Diaz that pointed that out to me, and now that's what I think of anytime. Unbelievable. I just want to hold my finger over you till other options appear. <laughs> it doesn't work. Believe me, I've tried. tried. <laughs> yeah. People push on my face constantly. <laughs> it's the bane of my existence. Will you see the emoji movie? No. Yeah, I probably won't either. <laughs> That's the you, kind of movie that will happen to me. I'm going to be on a flight yeah. or something, be like, hey, guess what's playing? <laughs> the Emoji Movie. Do you guys think it's going to bomb or it's going to be huge? Bomb. Is anyone known in it? Oh, it's like, it actually has an uh, impressive cast. T.J. Like Miller. Uh, oh, James like Corden. Uh, Stephen Wright. It, uh, I don't, there are all these movies. This hap- I just this year realized... Any movie that has a knockout list of great com- comedians, terrible movie. Well, it's almost all these, always. Like, the voice thing is it makes right. it easier. Maya Rudolph, Jennifer Coolidge, Christina Aguilera. Oh, guys, Rachel Ray's in it. Hey, I'm in. Sold. Yeah. Am I wrong about T.J. Miller? No, I think he's. Uh, he's like the main. I think so. But yeah, this list this there. list on IMDb is a little out of order. I think. I feel like it could really go either way in terms of whether this one is good or not. Jennifer Coolidge is involved. Which one is she? She was in um, Legally Blonde, but that's not what she's most known for. I think she's most known for being Stifler's mom. Yes. In American Pie. She's always in the Christopher Guest movies. Yes, you would recognize her. She's been on Friends. Okay. Guest star turn on Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who was she on Friends? She played... Oh, is she like Chandler's... No, 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 no. no, She played their... uh, She played um, a friend that they didn't want to hang out with, and... Um, she, I don't, I don't think she was British. I think she had like was living in London or something. And I know she referred to a phone as a mobile and she was like, that was like the running joke was uh-huh. that even though she, yeah, she was American, uh, but had been there for a little while. So everything was in, in British ease. Like she referred right. to the apartment as a flat. Yes. And then I think that Phoebe and Rachel, I sound like the world's biggest friends fan, don't I? <laughs> I think that maybe something like Phoebe and Rachel didn't want to hang out with her, um, but they so they pretended they had to do something, and then they left Monica to hang out with her. Okay, Todd number one, no ten. Ten is the most. <laughs> ten is the most. Ten, Todd ten <laughs> is nodding. Did you see this episode? I I. It sounds so familiar. I feel like I've seen every episode of Friends. Yes, I'm sure that way. I have too. But, but it's been a while. You know, I have a friend who went back and watched all of them like a year ago. And? Loved it. Holds up. it holds up. Is re- it, and yeah. the show's really well done. It's one of those ones where there's a reason it was as big as it was. Mm-hmm. Because it works. Do you know Doug Benson was on Friends? Yes. 
<laughs> what? Didn't know yeah, that. I think I not like I think just one episode in like a real small part, but he was on a Friends episode. That's yes, believable. He's famous for the line, my I think I think this is it. My mom calls it Bloomies. Yes, referring do to Bloomingdale's. Rem- do you happen to remember this no, episode? No, I don't. So Rachel comes home from somewhere. I think she pre- was pretending that she had been at a a regatta gala. Um is it rega- it's it's like a boat so, thing. So specific. <laughs> yeah. Is a regatta a boat? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So a yep. regatta gala, something like that. And then she ran into this guy that I think she had a crush on and was someone trying to set her up with Doug Benson or something, but someone said that she works <laughs> at Bloomingdale's and then he said my mom calls it Bloomies. Unreal. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I hear him he yeah. Because he'll uh, he says that a lot on his podcast. He'll throw that out, and I later learned that was because of friends. Yeah, That's, yeah. you know th- that Seinfeld was that way, where everyone who was on Seinfeld is a, a known commodity mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah, a lot of the women he dated, yeah, and a lot of the throwaway parts, like just somebody walking through and going, "Hey, my foot, you stepped on it." Oh, so many it's times like, that's that guy, like is, an off-screen voice on that show, is nine times out of ten it's Larry David. Yeah. Which at the time meant nothing, but now it's like, oh, yeah. Lawrence David. Lawrence David. Ooh, do you think there could be a situation where I'd be like, hey, look, it's Mary David. And it's a woman who looks like (laughs) this? I hope so. I like that. I feel like if you go to a farmer's market early in the morning on the west side, (laughs) you'd find Mary David's. Dude, that's a good call. That's a fun game. I'm into this. Yeah. Gender switching Tony Thaxton celebrity game. Yep. (laughs) Tony Thaxton celebrity game. Should have a theme song. How does it go? It's the Tony Paxton Celebrity Game. It's kind of similar to the Todd Cooper visual bit song. It is. It is very similar. How does that one go? Oh, geez. It's funny you ask. But, I mean, Todd didn't really do any visual bits. Todd, Todd could you give us a little something? Uh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Another classic Todd Cooper visual bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the ding the really. ding really <laughs> it just feels like very show busy and that's what this celebrity game wants yeah this is my theory show busy phillips don't know why i said it but i wanted to but you did i did it all here happening. we are i want to come back to you playing drums okay yeah well so you... in the band i played guitar though okay. oh really yes so how just one were you only in one band ever i was in my... one band ever what was the band called the angoras good Thank name you. Well, thank you. I did not come up with it. Um, oh, never mind then. I, no. <laughs> I'm just, in my brain, it's going down as you came up with it. I'm it, sorry. And th- Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and it also has ties to television. Uh, our singer Paula came up with the name because she was watching an episode of Laverne and Shirley, mm. and there was a girl gang on the episode called the Angora Debs. Wow. And also a great band name. name. Just Angora Debs. Yeah. That's gr- so what kind of stuff was it? It was poppy it was punk pop but maybe poppy punk it, like when i feel like when i say punk pop it sounds like blink 180 like i'm suggesting we right. sound like blink 182 which yeah. you a thousand percent did not yeah it was more like go gozy but maybe a little more punk cool um yeah that's so, awesome and our i would say paula and so our singer and our drummer were were influenced by the damned and x and like a lot of old old mm-hmm. punk stuff i was more I was very into throwing muses and um, a lot of alternative bands. Mm-hmm. And also I, I like X a lot too though. But like, do you know the band Morphine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I think were the, of any band I've seen, and I used to see bands all the time, the, the best live show. Really? Did you ever see them live? I never saw. So good. I didn't know about Morphine until like 2004. 
five, somebody showed me a morphine record and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. A Boston band, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So good live though. But I have, I think if I were to go back now and listen to morphine, I would not love all of it. Really? Why? Yeah. You think it's uh, a little too like fizzy jazzy at times. Yeah. And I'm not in the mood for that. I, I definitely, am thinking they're, they're the band with the, the like a Barry sax yeah. player, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I feel mm-hmm. like that, that those records are all really, and his voice is really weird. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really I good. Have, I haven't even thought about that band in fifteen years, probably. I definitely think that the segmenting of music, the way it's all everything's like fallen into categories now. Mm-hmm. Like when we were coming up, it wasn't as much that way. It was like um, that's a little weird. So that's an alternative band. Like this isn't on the radio, so it's an alternative band. Right, right. And so because of that, it sort of. I know what you mean, but I feel like it's after like years of hearing things fall into categories. Maybe it goes like this is too this. Mm-hmm. I wonder if back then it was just like this is different than anything I know. Right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe my mind has become calcified. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's like <laughs> as we're forced through like time and and changes happen, it does affect what you used to listen to. Right. Well, it is weird when you listen to a band that you used to listen to all the time and it's been years and all of a sudden it's like looking at a photo of your parents yep. where it's like, oh, there's just the guitar tones sound so of the era and I it was imperceptible to me at the time because it's just what everything sounded like. Yeah. So weird. It's so That's weird. That's happened a number of times where I, I've listened back and I'm like, oh, this was so grungy yeah. it was so distorted and probably detuned mm-hmm. and i was not aware of that at the time does yeah. anyone do, do i people know ex- do that still anymore yeah i think that mm-hmm. happens there you know there's a bunch of shoegazy bands coming around again i did not know that yeah i, I do a, a shoegaze side project thing but yeah there i found out because i we did this thing and sure enough like there are hundreds of these bands coming up again and it's yeah down. i don't know how much i was into them to begin with, but a little like, do you know? I'm gonna finish one of these sentences. I don't know which one. <laughs> you it, oh, just, but when, just when it happens, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> which Mer- one do you think it's gonna be, Todd? I can't wait. I like all of them. I know. I'm a big fan. Were Mercury Rev considered shoegaze? I don't. That's a good question. Because I, th- those shoegaze and Mercury Rev are kind of adjacent in my brain yeah but I don't know that they were but I did like Mercury Rev but I know that there were plenty of shoegaze bands where I'm like this I find this challenging and it's taking too long to get where it's going yes it's real draggy sometimes yeah. and you're like oh boy <laughs> I, I I am not a huge shoegaze fan this band mm-hmm. in particular that I'm doing is like I like it because it mixes in other things, but um, I think you're say I like it because I'm in it. I like <laughs> it because it's my ideas. My <laughs> ideas are each precious to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I like. I, there are moments where I'm like I'm all the way in. Mercury Rev is a, a interesting pull. I haven't thought about them in a long time. Only recently I thought about them and listened to them, and I was like, oh, and it all came back. Mm-hmm. Um, for the person who's like, but wait, what is shoegaze? Because I bet you have listeners who don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Shoegazy, I, I, when I think of shoegaze style bands, shoegaze is like, it means you're just standing there looking at your shoes. It's sort of like uh, uh, spacey. Right. Um, like uh, meandering and noodly, but not in a yes. jam way. Y- yes. Even though there might be jams. It's riffs. Like, so it's a, just a long riff that keeps happening mm-hmm. and very slow and dreamy and spacey. Right. It's, Stone it, Roses, are they? Yeah, like I think the, that's a good pull. Um, am I am I wrong about why it's called shoegaze? What do you think? 
I thought I'd heard because the uh, guitars tend to have so many effects on them that the, they're oh. constantly hitting their pedals. That works too. And, yeah. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. You know, I just remembered. I think shoegaze.com, but G-A-Y-S.com might <laughs> redirect to my podcast. Is that right? Because it One came up on the, it, the term shoegaze came up on my show and someone is like, how is this? How is it possible that this is not a shopping destination for men's shoes? <laughs> and then some some fan bought it and redirected it. It, uh, goes, it goes to your Patreon. Okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> Good point. There you go. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of like the bands that are shoegaze, that are like quintessential shoegaze bands. Yeah, I never really got that into it myself. Um, yeah. I, uh, I think of, is Ride? Like a oh, shoe? I remember that name. Yeah, and right. maybe I heard them. Yeah, um, Spa- I, that was Spaceman Three. Oh maybe? wow, My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I think they probably are. Um, yeah, I'm just looking up all time. Verve. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, yeah, I think, definitely. But I think Verve had some poppy sounding songs, but the not poppy ones. I'm yeah. ju- I'm looking up. There's you know, the top fifty shoegaze albums of all time. Auto Lux. Um. Yeah, Starflyer Fifty Nine, which is a oh yeah, Christian band. I feel like all these bands I more just know the name than the mm-hmm. actual that's, band. Yeah, and I feel like most of the time that's probably good. Yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of cool band names going on, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> some of them, like we were saying, just keep fucking going. But I do like it. I do like some of it. Yeah, yeah. Was uh was this band when you were in high school? No, it was um, after college. Actually, okay. it was really? right when I moved back to Orange County after college. Uh, so my senior year of college, I went to a party in Orange. So I'm from Orange County originally. I did not go to college there, but um, I would come back and visit peri- periodically. And I went to a party there, and I met um, a girl who had just started playing bass. And then our mutual friend was like, "Oh, Allison plays drums." And she said, would you, oh, so that, that was like that. We had, we talked, I don't think we talked about doing a band or anything like that, but she knew I played drums. And then she called me like a month before I graduated and said that she was putting a band together and would I be interested? And I had always dabbled in music, but I never thought I be, and I, I wrote about music. I was okay. a journalist from a young age. And so I never thought I wanted to be in a band, um, I think because I didn't want to be that stereotype of like, oh, anyone who writes about music is just a frustrated musician. Interesting. Because I didn't think I yeah. was. But I had <laughs> played various instruments from a young age. Um, but I thought it would be fun. So I said, I'll be moving back there you know, pretty soon. Um, let's get together then. And then we did. And she met this girl who was a singer who had been in bands before. So we were a three-piece at the very beginning. And I was on drums. And... It was fun, but I told them I'm moving to San Francisco because my intention was never to go back to Orange County and right. stay. Um, so I said, I'm moving. And then I went up there and then I came back, which is a whole separate story of why I, I did not go through with the move. Um, but I came back and then there was this guy, Tim, playing drums, who was a thousand times better than I uh, would have been. But they knew that I also played guitar because I had like, I'm like, hey, I brought this terrible song in called welcome to the mind fuck want to hear it <laughs> and we and we actually played it in our early sets too it was it's that's one of those that you like i just did you know about it at the time were you love in love with it though like you were like this is a cool song um i was pretty 
I it I thought it was clever because there was I wish I could remember the situation that inspired this lyric, but it was what do you think that I think when you think what I think? Welcome to the mindfuck. Because there was I was having a com- a, a, a email exchange with this guy that I liked and he said something like did you think I didn't know that you knew that? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't even know who's asking what anymore. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to talk. Uh, exactly. I, that's the kind of, that's what that age is for. Yes. To like, you put out just fucking garbage out of your mind. Not that that is, mm. but like, it's the time when you like, I'm thinking for me in high school where you're just putting stuff out like, this this feels great. It feels great. And, it feels real, man. And you listen back and you're like, what was I doing? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, also with that, like, there are a lot of bands that write some of their most brilliant stuff when they're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And it is good. But, like, it's for you to, like, develop and try yeah, it, it must, out. It must suck when the, for those, it's cool at the time, but some, like, those occasional bands that sneak through that yeah. were, like, actually teenagers when they got signed. Like, like Silverchair? <laughs> Yeah, like I, there are oh, people yeah. that legitimately like love that. Yeah, I haven't really heard their newer stuff, but I've heard a lot of people swear like they're great. Like people ignore that happen. first record or whatever. But like, man, you listen to those. those so hits. they've been together for what forty years now. If they're still <laughs> together. Newer like stuff. That. Yeah, because I saw them twenty years ago. I think. Yeah, and those, there's those, newer stuff. Yeah, I, we, the, actually the that year that I played Lollapalooza, I remember we played right after them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was thinking about earlier? I was thinking about all the bands that I knew back in the day and the ones that hit it big and how if back then if someone said, like, it's, what am I trying to say? This is one, another one of those, which <laughs> sentence will I finish? Um, it's Sometimes it's surprising to me who ends up hitting it big. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's talent. I think it's drive. Mm-hmm. It, I always say that that, that is... Being a known commodity or a professional musician is, and I don't know if it's like this with comedy too, but it is like skill doesn't always have to be part of the equation. It can be like the most drive, the most uh, charisma mm-hmm. can get you places. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird. It's really strange. I know a lot of bands who are like, they're fine, but that, that person in that band will not relent. Right. Everyone needs to hear him according to them. Mm-hmm. Where are you guys on the scale of relentlessness? Because I will relent. Oh, I'm right away. Day, yeah. I give up day two. <laughs> Someone's like, hey, I don't think we can put out your record. I'm like, I don't blame you. Let's not do it. <laughs> I Yeah. I'm like, I'm totally like that. But then inside, I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm this. Like, but like, yeah. I don't, I'm not good at actually pushing persist- ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Did your bandmates in your band uh were they the drivers like of it? Like did you have anyone in your band who was very driven and like okay, this has to happen? Mm. I mean sort of, but I don't know. Like I feel like in the early days we were all just kind of like I don't know, we kind of were all just like in it together. We toured so much. Like there was just like it was just sort of like yeah, this is what we're doing. Like there wasn't uh there wasn't really a lot of like are we really going to do this? Yeah, we should do that. It was just like, all right, we're going on tour. We're doing this. It's going to, we'll come home for three days and then go back out again. Mm-hmm. Like it was just that over and over and over. Yeah. For how many years did you do that? Uh, Well, the like touring our asses off, not making any money was like a year or two. But then, you know, we got signed like a year or something into me joining the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I like did that for over a decade. Then. Wow. 
Yeah. Does getting signed to that age mean, like, in that time musically, is that when getting signed meant you actually made a little bit of money? Or did it just give you validity uh, to get on better tours? Mostly, I mean, a little bit of money. But at the same time, at, the, at that time, it was like, it, you know, it was kind of a lot of money to us because mm-hmm. we were making nothing. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it was mostly just like, oh, this is allowing us to really do this Got and it, not yeah. be totally broke. Uh, yeah, and it got to a point where we were able to pay our bills playing music, and that was all we cared about. Your we two like, bills. Yeah, like, that's exactly. the other thing. It's like you're a, a kid, <laughs> and you're like getting in the van. Like you got to pay for gas to get to the next show. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to buy strings and sticks if you need them. And maybe you have a car at home that has a car yeah, payment. I had a car, but yeah, I was still I I stayed at my parents' house for a long time. It doesn't. Way you too have long. to. That's yeah. what like as a musician. If your kid's a musician, get ready. <laughs> they're there until they're 28 because they got to like yeah. have a place to home base mm-hmm. they're not paying for. Yeah, Other way, yeah. Otherwise, there's really no way to do it. Yeah. Somehow the other guys actually were in apartment. I think most of them had roommates or girlfriends. Wow. Or, but like, yeah, I think me, I think Matt, was Matt? Matt might have been moved out, but I, I, I might have been the only one still at my parents' house. Unreal. I can't remember. But I was never there. Like we were on tour so much. Yeah. Like. Suppo- yeah, the first year I joined, supposedly we played like 300 shows that year. Oh, wow. Which is, I don't know how that's possible, but I've never confirmed that's true, but I heard it and I'm running with it. That's so. high up. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't think, I think I toured with a band once that was around that in a year being like, which means being gone more than that because there were the days on either end of travel home mm-hmm. and, and you know, shows occasional just, days off here and there. Right. And, yeah. What do you but play? I play guitar and I sing in my bands, but uh, this w- I toured professionally as a guitar tech for a band. Oh, what band? S- uh, Switchfoot. Are they Christian? Yeah. I have heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> I finally remember which song they are. Really? Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like every time you bring them up, I'm like, wait, what was their song? And yeah, that was it. Yeah. Dare to Move and that song are the two. Hey, it's your pal Tony Thaxton here. Just wanted to make sure you guys know about Downright.com. You can buy custom-written songs for yourself, your friend, whoever you want. Uh, I'm on there. Lots of other great artists are on there, too. So please check out the website, D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com, and buy a song today. And here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. Uh, did you, what part of Orange County are you from? Um, Corona Del Mar. Okay. And then I lived in Costa Mesa. The band was based in Costa Mesa. That sounds right. Yeah. What year was that? Like what era? It was like 98 to 2002. Okay. Yeah. Was Costa when, Mesa. when I was in the band. Yeah. Okay. Costa Mesa was cool did back you, then. Mm-hmm. Did you tour at all? We did a bit, not a ton. We toured up the coast. Um, and then we would go, we played a couple shows in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So not a ton but a bit um but when you're talking about like who was the driver of the band so the drummer and the singer were very driven and they're both in bands currently really yeah they both uh our singer lives in seattle and our drummer lives in portland and they're both professional musicians and really i mean that was what they wanted to do and it's what they do now and so they were very driven and then i was like this is ridiculous that i'm in a band it's not what i want to do with my life (laughs) but here i am (laughs) which when i think back i'm like god what 
What a bummer that must have been to be in a band with me who was very much not on board with with doing much with it. Right. I mean, I was, but I, I had this just existential angst of like, my life, I had intention, I, I wanted my life to be going one direction. Instead, I'm in Orange County playing in a band, and I, even though I'm having a ton of fun, this isn't what I want to do, I don't huh. think. And I was, I don't know. So I had all of that going on. So there was so much pressure to flyer and to promote and this and that. And like, we got to do it. And I remember we got this manager and I was like, Oh, now we've got just another human being (laughs) (laughs) telling us to flyer (laughs) all the time. So, um, yeah, so that was, so there was that there definitely began to be friction because of that. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, like it's really hard. A, Flyering doesn't do anything. That was always my... That's what I said. It doesn't when, you know, matter. When you guys are saying flyer, are you talking hanging them up? Or are you, did you ever do the actual like hand them out I to think, people? Well, I mean, first of all, it all started with a trip to Kinko's. And I hate Kinko's. <laughs> <laughs> I, if there's a place I irrationally hate, it's Kinko's. So that was never any fun. Um, and I feel like if you're going to play in a band back then, you have to love Kinko's. Yeah, you spend so much time it. there. Yeah. We used to go to Garkinko's. <laughs> that's why I started playing music. My love of Kinko's. <laughs> we, it, we, here's what's really funny. What, sorry. I feel like I'm derailing. But no, 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 like in punk world, like in my, like there were 150 of us that went to shows. The end. That's who went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you would go and make flyers for the show that you would hand out to the same... They're going to be there. Right. Yeah. They're your friends. What are you doing? Right. What are you wasting your money it on? It kind of felt that way. Do yeah. you know the band Smile? Do you know Michael Rosas? Yeah. Um, so he, he's an old friend of mine. He worked at Kinko's as a, a copier tech, oh, wow. I think. That's how much you had spent all your time at Kinko's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you know anyone who stole one of the counters from Kinko's so you get free copies? No. The counters? Yeah. They used to have to take these little like plastic, big plastic boxes essentially you stick in the side they hand it to you when you get there you stick it inside it, it starts the machine it makes the photocopier work and then it runs oh, and it counts how many that. copies and then at the end you take it back and they go okay you did 20 copies it'll be you know 170 dollars or whatever it costs to make 12 copies and uh that's how you paid so like if you stole one of those you would just stick it in it would get the machine going you could run them off. I don't know how the fuck you would stay in there. That's for real punk rock. <laughs> it's super punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. The, these dummies. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. But flyering, like I remember like stand outside the show and flyer like shows that were That's, not exactly the style of music right. or whatever. Like no one's coming. Handing out there, flyers I think there's a rave the here tonight. Let's definitely flyer the cars. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like it, all it does is make people go like, I got to throw this away now. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Such that, that's a, a Mitch Hedberg joke. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. Hey, you throw this away. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, I don't know. It, it's so weird. I'm, I was in a band in Orange County in like 2005 and six. And it was, it just, there's no way to break out mm-hmm. i don't know how bands get known what band i was a band called avner you yeah it was a very for a while i knew i feel like almost every band that was playing in orange county but i had already moved to new york and that at that time so where were you guys based uh, mission viejo okay um yeah there are so many talented musicians in orange county it's crazy that don't break out yeah. and back then too you have to have a scene mm-hmm Bands. Is there one there anymore? Because no. there was. There was for yeah, a little while. A great hardcore scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, Orange County had a great punk hardcore scene like in the 90s, mid mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. That was bands like Farside, uh, Death by Stereo, 
uh, all these, I mean, that, that is like two of a hundred ignite so yeah. many great bands. Um, and then, uh, the stuff we were doing was just a little out of that sphere of style. And if you don't have a scene, you can't do anything. You have I to, I don't know how any LA area bands succeed because yeah. there's so much, that's, not even just music, just so much everything going on at all times i feel like in la you your only option is that you get signed by a major because somebody was at your show or something mm-hmm. and that's how you succeed because there's no scene there's no it's only bigger bands coming through <laughs> sorry i'm totally just hit the glass with it made, made a funny little sound hit the mic with the glass and it sure did sound cute uh but we played like house shows in, in la but like it, i don't know there's just not you have to have somewhere you can play all the time mm-hmm. and other bands that you're playing with. And there was such a big all ages scene. I don't know if there is that anymore. Yeah. When was it like when your band was playing? Was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, I don't know if I, if I would say a, no, that, but there was Coos Cafe. Uh huh. Did you, Tony, did you ever play? Well, they w- you would have been too big to play there. What? Coos, Coos Cafe. No. Yeah. I think I've heard of it, but I've never played there. Yeah, there I'm were a to think, handful like, of County all ages areas I even played. Chain reaction. Yeah, definitely yeah. chain reaction a bunch. I played Chain Reaction this year again yeah. with Tiny Stills. Yeah, I like. That. I hadn't been there in years. It was it was crazy to go back there. Was it kind of the same? Oh yeah, exactly. I think That's I do weird. think they maybe upgraded their PA though. I feel like it <laughs> sounded better than I remember it sounding in there. The, the, the last thing you gave a shit about when you were a kid was how good it sounded. <laughs> yeah, most of those shows sounded awful. Man, I I went. I hadn't been, well, I played there and then I went to Chain Reaction like a few months prior after not being there in years and went to a piebald show there. Really? God damn it. That was so much fun. I like I felt like I was 20 years old yep. again. Like it was, that was the most fun I'd had at a show in so long. <laughs> I saw Lifetime there, a reunion. Yeah. I like that band a lot. Yeah. There's, it felt like an old show. It yeah. It's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a good play. If you see the right band in a room like yeah. that, it's like, it makes you feel like a like a young whippersnapper again. I did not intend to see this band, but somehow I ended up seeing, you know, the band that was somehow affiliated with Bam Margera. Oh, uh, C-K-Y-C, uh, yes. something like that. Yes. Yeah, I don't know what the, what the relationship was. Did he have a label? It was his brother in the band. Maybe that, that sounds about sounds right. right. I, I think I saw them at chain reaction. And wow. I, don't, I don't know why. There's yeah. like him. And CKY, all those bands like were just bands those guys liked a lot. Mm. Yeah. Was Smile, by the way, I, I said I knew Smile. A heavy band? Kind of. Like Fu Manchu? Well, the drummer, so Smile's drummer, Scott Reeder, is the drummer of Fu Manchu now. That's why. Yeah. Um, not as heavy as Fu Manchu. And when they began, it was kind of grungy. Um, and and a little more punk, and then in their later years, more melodic. Mm-hmm. And they added a keyboarder, okay. keyboardist, keyboarder. I like. I prefer keyboarder. I keyboarder. Go, it's yours. <laughs> a keyboarder. It so, makes it sound like they live with you and play keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> like we've taken on a keyboarder. Uh, are you? Um, <laughs> Um, so you came up writing and you were writing like, did you go to college for writing? I majored in English. Okay. Um, so not specifically you for speak writing. very well. Thank you very much. Yeah. It is my first language. So I do. I dream in it. Yeah. And no, I, and no, no accent I think in. at all. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I went to college. I majored in English and I continued writing for a long time. I still 
somewhat do, but I worked for magazines and newspapers for a long time. Which, like, so you said you wrote about music. Were you yeah, writing for zines and stuff? Or were you writing, A like, little bit. Do you remember Mean Street magazine? Yeah, I do for that, some reason. That was the first music magazine that I wrote for. Um, I did a little bit of writing for the Los Angeles Times when I was in high school. Wow. Yeah, so that, that was... Um, in high school, you did. It made me feel really good about myself. Wow, that should. <laughs> you would like go to class and be like, "Well, I can't. I have a I have a uh, deadline tonight, so I <laughs> I can't hang out. Sorry, the, guys." For the times. Actually, I d- I didn't do that in high school, but in college, I did begin to have that attitude, and I spent a lot of time in the last few days. I don't know why. I don't know if it's something that has to do with having a kid or or just having extra time on my hands. Thinking back and being like. God, I was insufferable. I, re- I mean, I don't. I think I don't think I was unpleasant to be around, but I just look back and I think that attitude did not help me. For example, the attitude that I I don't really need to pay attention to these grades and these notes the teachers are getting me because I'm already published in magazines, so I'm doing fine on my own. Like I definitely thought that if I would get a grade I didn't agree with, or if I would get a comment on a paper I didn't agree Interesting. with. Um, I guess I, I was like a millennial before millennials. <laughs> I really had Free this. Millennial. I really was somewhat entitled. Um, don't maybe think, all young people are. I don't know. Don't you think that that, I mean, partially comes with the age, but don't you think that helps you move forward too? Like helps you drive? Probably. Probably. Because I definitely had this feeling of like, I belong fill in the blank. And yeah. if someone doesn't think so, I'm going to convince them. And I know with pursuing, so I, um, or for me, for the LA times, mean street, and then this, um, national magazine access magazine that was based in San Diego. I actually wrote the first cover story on no doubt. Really? Yeah. Mm. So that was, I was going to ask you if you saw them a bunch coming. I up. did. I bet. Yeah. Yes. Well, the funny thing about them and you guys probably know this just from being in the music scene is that they had when they hit it big, they had been around for years yeah. and were thinking about giving up. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing a flyer for them when I was in college and thinking, they're still doing this? Yep. And that was before they so hit it big. So amazing. When it was yeah. kind of uh, the, was it, wait, was it her brother? Yeah, right. John Stefani. Yeah, and he, it was kind of his band, right? Mm-hmm. But then he left the band. <gasps> right. And, oh, no. Yeah. Poor he like, works on The Simpsons or something, doesn't he, or did? Does That sounds... That sounds right. Yeah, like I feel like he went that direction instead. Wow. So I, he's fine. I just, <laughs> I love that. Like, that is also the story that keeps bands afloat. Like, uh, keeps right. terrible bands going too long where it's like, you guys, yeah, we haven't made it, but like, they didn't make it for like 10 years. Yeah. You got to keep it. And you're like, your band is not great. Like, <laughs> let's just, you guys were right. Call it. Yeah. Move but you on. know what? If you're having fun, keep having fun. That, it really, you have to love it. Yeah. If but you're not if you're not having fun, then why are you doing it? By the way, now I'm concerned that his name might not have been John. I wanted to say Eric. That's that sounds right. By the I, way, uh also uh I think that's correct. Jess Margera was in CKY, oh, okay. by the way. I was gonna say Gwen Stefani. Mm. No. No. <laughs> no. It is Eric. I think there there was a me- I yeah, think Eric they, there was someone named John who was John in the band. Spence. Yes. Who has his own? Uh... Oh, he. He's Wait, passed. I think he it's... committed suicide. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. He d- wow, in eighty-seven, founding member of No Doubt. Along, okay, yeah, sorry, he was not related to them, but he was uh... seven. Yeah, they sad. came up. It was yeah. I think that was like a real formative thing for them at the beginning, losing him. That's a really. I mean, that band yeah. has been around a long time. 
Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that that Good long. Lord. I didn't. Uh, I was going to say the same thing twice in a row. I didn't know that long. <laughs> I didn't know that long. <laughs> if I change the inflection, it's good. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I do think like that thing, though. It's the, it's the attitude that like, I'm getting ready to have a daughter and I would like her to have that attitude as much as you want to also have the attitude of like being willing to like hear feedback mm-hmm. and get notes. I feel like it's pretty fucking binary when you're in high school and college. Like you don't have the nuance to be like, to yeah, hear criticism. Yeah. Yeah. I can like, I'm going to drive forward, but also take criticism mm-hmm. is like, you're either like driving forward or you're crippled by criticism. I feel like there's hard to find the You'd middle ground. Like him to feel like, you get knocked down, but then you get up again. Yeah. Never going to keep him down. <laughs> That's catchy. It's almost like, I almost feel like I've heard it somewhere. I mean, yeah, I don't I, want her I, pissing I, the night away. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys thirsty? <laughs> Can I get you a whiskey drink? <laughs> Vodka drink? <laughs> Cider drink, <laughs> lager drink. Wow, good one. I, I think that's the, I think that's all of them. You're good at lyrics. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so are you? You're known for yeah, your. Oh, I'm known for memorizing uh, lyrics. Speaking of, sort of, did did you sing it all in this band? We all sang. Okay. At the all insistence right, right. of the singer, she said, "You will all be singing." <laughs> so we did all sing. So I sang backups. Okay. When you said that, it pic- I pictured like a, a music teacher in high school. The way you <laughs> right. said it was like, and everyone will be singing, and we will start now. <laughs> She was very Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, so, no pressure, but we we uh, we play a game on this show mm-hmm. called "Can You Match It?" And basically, all all we do is you just you pick a song, any song you want at all, and you try and match pitch and tempo, and you just sing it, and then in post we put the real one underneath oh to God. see how close you are. How do people do? Uh, it's all over the place. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Tony does very well. No he's wonder g- he likes this game. He's got a gift. I, on the other hand, <laughs> don't do great. I'm sure I would be terrible at this because I'm the person lately on my show we do, uh, on my podcast, we do a segment called Just Me or Everyone where people mm-hmm. write in with, with things and they're like, is it just me or is it everyone? This is a just me or everyone that I have not brought up on the show. When I'm in a in a birthday situation and people are singing happy birthday, I no longer <laughs> sing audibly because I'm afraid I'm going to be off key. Oh really? Yeah. I just shut it down because I hate doing it. I just hate that to too. sing. But I like, I like to be like, you start like, Oh yeah. Happy. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> do you, do you mouth it? Yeah. You oh yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Have you ever been in a room where everyone is backing off together and then they realize, like, the whole room realizes, like, somebody has to keep going? <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like, everyone is going, like, oh, good, everyone's got it. Eh, oh, shit, everyone's doing it. Everyone's backing off. And then you got to step it back up. Not good to put the foot back on the gas. <laughs> we once, I was at a restaurant on tour with the band and another band, and for some reason, someone came up with the idea of, you know, like, when you're in a restaurant and they, if they start singing happy birthday to someone, like, so many people will join in, but like, but you don't know who the, what the person's name is when you get to that part. Oh, so we just we're like, what if somebody's like, what if we just start singing it and just let's just see what happens when it gets to the name part? And all these people joined in, and when it got to the happy birthday, dear, the whole place just stopped. Like, no one sang that line at all. Did you it come? Pre- did they come back with happy birthday to you at the end? I think it just stopped all That's the time. Great. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun experiment. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a, 
again, no pressure. But if you oh, want, if you want, if you want, yeah, anything you want. Well, we can also do it where we start, so you don't have to be the first one. Okay, it's also fun. That that makes it a little easier. We could we can uh, take the heat off. Should we get a category going to help song selection? This is what happens to me with this every goddamn time. <laughs> Pick any song in the world. It can be any song in the whole history of humanity, and I'm like, great. Now, what's a song? I can't get one. <laughs> and then nine times out of ten, it's My Sharona. Almost always, it's My Sharona that comes in first. Uh, I just did get a Steve Miller band song in my Ooh. head. Oh, why? I don't know. That This is how the game is played for me. Well, is. some people call him the Space Cowboy. So <laughs> I call so. him the Pompatus of Love. <laughs> I call him Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. See, there's her entry. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people don't know that he rolls the R on Maurice. <laughs> I noticed it recently. Really? Mm. Are you being serious? I did. Uh, yeah, I was working. He says Maurice. He, some people call him Maurice. I've never noticed that. <laughs> I'm doing it again. I'm done. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the clap in, in Friends. Yeah. You can't not do it. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's that was my first one. See, this is how it goes. Just songs I don't listen to or care about. <laughs> first song. And do we have to know the lyrics? Is that part of the game I mean, too? It's. It is not part of the game because okay. he ne- he never knows. I have no idea what lyrics are. <laughs> I like to write my own. Because I have a song in my head. Puff the Magic Dragon. Sure. <laughs> Peter Paul and Mary. Yeah. You do. You do whatever you want. But you do you guys know this one? Because you got to sing with me. Oh, well, we got to sing with you? We've I never been. That, oh, oh, that's not how we're doing it? You, here, we'll, we'll go first. <laughs> we usually just take, that's oh, a take I see. turns. We're taking turns. That's okay. it all gets put in. Oh, That's I a see. good song, though. A really good one. Okay. It's one of your favorites, right? It is now. I'm trying to think of another Peter, Paul, and Mary song. Or like an, a if Paul I Simon. I hammer. I'd hammer in the morning. I don't know that one. I'd hammer in the evening. Hammer at supper time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, I'm going to sing a Paul Simon song because I feel like that fits in, right? That's in the same vein enough. What's the, you know that he's what? not the Paul in Peter, Paul, and Mary, right? Yeah. Okay. But, I'll, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend that he is so I can be somewhat nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. This is one that I always get the lyrics wrong, and I'm going to sing how I think it goes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to Graceland, Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm going to Graceland. Graceland, Graceland. I think that's how it goes. Is Memphis, Tennessee the lyric? I don't know. I don't know that song super well. That's what I'm doing. I believe that's from the album Graceland. It is. It is. uh, What's the first song on Graceland? I don't know. Diamonds on the Soul of Her Shoes? That's just the only other one I know besides (laughs) You Can Call Me Al. Oh, you should do that one. A man, a man walks, walks down, down the street and says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle rest of my rest life? Of my life. I don't, I'm not feeling good about this already. All right. Wasn't pa- feeling good about that pitch. Move on then. You got another one? Ragdoll. I'm living in a movie. <laughs> Hot dragon. Daddy's little cutie. It's so fine. I never see you leaving by the back door. Man. That's it. Yep. That's a yep. good one. Thank you. You that don't have to sing that one. makes me want to do a fun one now. <laughs> do Puff, Like, what's a fun? What's a let's? What's one that's similar to that? <laughs> is, oh, nothing similar is that, to Ragnall. Is that Aerosmith? By the way, it yeah. is right. Uh huh. Trying to think of other Aerosmith jams. Li- loving an elevator. Well, how about take me down to Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty? Oh, won't you please take me home? Oh, home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I don't know why Oh, <laughs> The only favorite part of Paradise City is, and a lot of people don't notice, is that opening when they first start singing, the low voice underneath it. You ever noticed it? That just sings one note. The whole, there's literally, mm-hmm. under the lead vocal, there's just a, a voice going, take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green. <laughs> like one note the whole time. It's great. It's my favorite part. Listen for it. Hot tip. The hot tip. Living in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Do you think that's the right pitch? I think you're close. That sounds like it. Right? That feels like the right pitch. Janie's got a gun. (laughs) Janie's got a gun. The whole world's come undone. What did they put you through? Janie's got her eye on you. I feel like I nailed it. Absolutely. There's no question. Here's the thing. If you didn't, yours is right. And Aerosmith is wrong. Okay. I thought Steve Tyler himself was here. (laughs) Stevie Tyler. Oh uh, man, that band! I, I think I've said on here before. My first two concerts, Aerosmith. I don't think I knew it was both first oh, two. Oh yeah, first time, first time uh, Skid Row opening. Second time yeah. the Black Crows opening. I saw them with uh, Collective Soul sure. opening on I, the Get a Grip tour. <laughs> I feel like that band changed, like has changed more than any band in terms of like the style of music they write. And but being on top all the time. Same like, members the whole time. Yeah. Crazy. Do you yeah. like them a lot? I don't care about them now, but I respect that they they did it well. Mm-hmm. Being a pop band and like a lot of bands try to change what they do and change with the times and it's like, eh, you're not really doing it. And I feel like they did a good job of it. Yeah, they got a whole second wind. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. I would even say yeah. a third, like a second and third, because yeah, I would say the like 90s, the pump they... era was their second wind. Because they were around right, in the seventies, yeah, right? That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, because when they, it was even pre-pump, pre-pump, when they uh, permanent vacation, well, like, dude looks like a lady. I yeah, feel that's like. right. Oh, was, I meant you like black crows. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> I like Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah, I uh, black crows are interesting. I don't know. I think I, I think I. Later, coming to it now, don't mind them. At the mm. time, I really didn't. I remember being yeah. confused by them as a kid because I was like. What is this, the 1970s? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but when I saw them, like when they first started, they were trying to do the hair metal thing. They looked. Oh, really? Yeah. They I don't think I knew that. Like that. Like their vibe and their, their uh, style, style was all that thing, but their music was very, yeah, 70s rock, which yeah. I think is cool now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You think you're, are you the same page where you're like. Uh, yeah, I. To me, they were in the the Hootie and the Blowfish camp a little bit. Yeah. But even then, but like now, I'm like, and why did why was it so uncool to like Hootie and the Blowfish? I also don't remember. Part but of I, it might be that they were called Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> but yeah, I was not on board with Black Crows, but I think I actually liked some of their songs. I yeah. just in general was like, I think I don't like them. I don't yeah, know. they're embarrassing. Somehow. Yes, but yeah. why? I don't know. It, like they also were known to be kind of assholes, maybe. Oh, okay. But I, I don't know. That always, that doesn't always hurt a band. The Eagles were super famous. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible people. But yeah, I don't know. All uh, right. 
What happened to you? Okay? I, don't know. I thought you were going to say something. You called on me. No, no, sorry. Uh, we're right at it here. We're at at it. We're right at it. We're um, right at it. Well, I did want to say because it hasn't come up at all, and I feel like if I remember correctly from when I, I did your show, yeah. You love Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah? It's my favorite of all the holidays. Really? I'm super into it. And now that I have a kid, I'm like, how is, how is it just going to get even better? That's right. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Oh, how, yes. old, how old is it? He's five and a half months now. Five and a half months. So you had him right after Christmas. I did. So this year's Christmas... In fact, on my way over here, I was thinking, what did I do on Christmas? I can't remember. I feel like that whole chunk of the year and also up till today has just been <laughs> consumed with the, with the baby. Yeah. So yeah, time. I think that's when I saw you last was right after Christmas. And yeah. You were, you were, Super pregnant. Yeah. So yes, that's right. So time has gotten all distorted and confused. Um, but yeah, he was born in February. He's so. adorable, by the way. Thank I see your you. Pictures all the time. Thank you so much. I'm not just saying that. No, really I, I didn't even. I didn't even think. I, I've recently realized that I'm very, very susceptible to flattery. <laughs> I'm just always like that person really gets it. <laughs> but then if I watch that person kiss up to someone else, I'm like, that's so phony. This person's full of <laughs> shit. Yeah, but then when someone kisses up to me, I'm just like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Like, you get it. <laughs> I like this person really gets it. <laughs> this person's got great taste. <laughs> really? That's funny. I feel seen. Uh, <laughs> thank, but thank you. I also agree. He's cute. So five months, are you, uh, at what point did you feel like, and maybe it's not even yet, do you feel like you could like get, leave your house for the first time and like be in the world a little bit? I think today is probably the first day that I'm, it's beginning to feel okay. I did another podcast earlier today. So he had a babysitter this morning and then he has a different babysitter right now because they're each only available at certain times of the day. And it feels very weird. And I definitely am like, I, I worried a lot about it yesterday, thinking like, is it okay to be gone for that long? Am I damaging him in some way that I'm not aware? Because he likes both of them. He's fine. Um, but it feels weird. But being out and about feels kind of good. Good. To be doing the stuff that I used to do a little bit. Like, I think these are... I don't think I've done, I don't think I've been a guest on a podcast since he was born. Wow. Really, all I've done is my own podcast. Um, when did you start doing that again? I took two weeks off. Two weeks? I was ready to take long, I was ready to take more time off. Um, but I, so my podcast comes out twice a week. On Monday, it's a one-on-one -on -one interview. And then on Thursday, it's the panel show. And we talk a lot about our own lives and, and, the listeners knew about me trying to get pregnant and then just had been listening to me talk about it for so long I that I felt like I, I'm going to want to fill them in on right. what's going on. Yeah. So the, and then I did and it felt, it was good to get back into it. Although a little bit, sometimes I wonder, should I've taken more time off just to have, have had that time? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But it's also, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. Uh, it, did it help you process it? I think so. I think so, yeah. I'm actually, it's so fun. I'm starting a podcast with a friend who has three daughters. Uh -huh. And I don't have any kids yet, uh, but it's, it's going to be called uh, What Have I Done? <laughs> and it's a dad podcast where I just go like, what's going on? Oh, that's and, good. Yeah, and so I, I think it's going to be the same thing where like yeah. week two, I'm going to be back in right. talking about it. But I do think like it'll be good to like, Everyone just says the first month is just awful. 
It is. It, it's in it. And, and just so you know, it's not just the first month. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, I, I think someone said it's like the first three months. Wow. And I, at the time, I thought, how, how am I going to survive? That sounds like way too long. It's not awful because it's also special and magical, but it's just, there, you just don't get any sleep. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. And I, w- I found things like, when am I going to take a shower? When am I going to be like, that was just sort of negotiating the normal things you do in a day. Yeah. All of a sudden that became difficult. Um, man, oh man. and that was tough, but wow. But you get through it. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like we, I feel like we're somewhat still in it too. I mean, it's, it's, the whole, I think the whole first year. It, I think actually the whole first 18 years. Yeah, I was just going to say, I wonder if you'll ever feel like you're not in it. Like. I don't think so. <laughs> well, because we're, the sleep is not is not worked itself out or right. we haven't worked it out yet. So there's still plenty of nights where we don't get much sleep. Mm-hmm. Although there's now it's better, though, and there are nights where we get sleep, too. Unreal. Do you have any help? Uh, nope. Do you have family out here or anything? Uh, yeah, Sarah's family is close by, so they'll come up and help some. Good. We're talking about, like... I've said from the get go, like it's night nurse kind of vibe is super expensive, but like yeah. if it's so we do, we just spend it and go, okay, great. Like we'll just choose it for a night to catch our breath. We, people had recommended that we didn't do it. Um, my mother-in-law offered to come out and stay with us and help right at the beginning. And I didn't want that at the time because I thought I don't want all these people in the house. Yeah. I want like just me, my husband and the baby. Yep. Um, so we didn't really let people come help us until like a month later. And looking back, I would have done that differently. Really? Looking, yeah. Yes. Although I think that I had to arrive at that decision having gone through it because I'm a very, I can be a very private person who like doesn't want people up in my business. Sure. And I, I didn't realize how much that would change the second he was born. Like yeah. the second he was born, just your notion of privacy changes. Interesting. So it definitely would have made it easier to have people, people who were offering to help if I had allowed them to, but I didn't. But huh. if there's a number two, I definitely will next we're, time. We're negotiating that as we speak. Like, Whether there's going to be a number two? No, 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 no. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought you're you like, meant. Wow, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Give it some time. Uh, just getting help like mm-hmm. uh in-laws and my or my folks coming out and uncle like, tony baby yeah uncle tony like just who like how much and obviously my role in it is to support my wife like i'm just going to be taking care of her mm-hmm. so she can take care of the baby uh and then what what is going to be the best for her but she has to sort of decide that right i, think. I wish i could have been more relaxed about it at the time like I wish I could have just embraced this idea of like, I'm just on a new schedule now that involves, you know, never sleeping and just hanging out with the baby. And that's just my reality. But instead I really struggled with like, everything is different. My schedule is different. I want to take, I don't know when I can shower. When am I going to be able to sleep? When am I like, it it really stressed me out to suddenly have everything upended. I I think that's just kind of my personality. Yeah. But that's my not, that my impossible to implement vice is, advice is just go with it. That's, I, we heard that from somebody else recently too. And that, that's sort of the thing is like, we, we both, I have like a month where I can be home with Sarah mm-hmm. and she's going to have like a couple months to be home and not, she's a musician, she tours and stuff. So she'll just be here. And we both agree like, okay, 
baby schedule. Like if we sleep Good. on in shifts of three hours and that's just how it is. Great. Like we will be on baby time mm-hmm. and that, but it's easier said than done. I'm sure like getting your mind around that, but, but I also don't think I understood how short <laughs> the phases are right? because oh. I felt I, I had this freak out one night where I'm like, I can't, I can't do this for 18 years. Yeah. And then I'm like, but it's not going to be like this for 18 <laughs> years. Like now I really see it as it's sort of like the, the puppyhood phase of a dog or the kittenhood phase mm-hmm. of a cat. Um, it just, it's just a short amount of time that mm-hmm. they're like this and then they get bigger and they get older and it's very temporary at the time. It felt like this is our new reality in which I will never ever sleep again. And I'm scared about how to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're prepping yourself for the rest of your life living like this. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, it's good to know that it doesn't last forever. It doesn't. <laughs> and it goes good, by fast. It's good to know that that's a, it always helps to hear like, I wish I had X, Y, and Z. Like that's always really helpful because I, we're in the phase of thinking how you were thinking before. Mm-hmm. So it just helps to go like one of the things we should. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is there, is there a, uh, thing that you look forward to in particular at Christmas time with, with the child now? I don't, I don't know how, I don't know. I haven't thought about what it's going to, I mean, I'm like, I'm excited for when he's older. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christmas with an almost one year old. I don't know what that means exactly. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't know how much a couple take years, it I'm sure to, to yeah. really get, uh, I just meant even in the, in the long run. Oh, just like everything. Every, yeah. I, I like the music. I like the Christmassy feeling. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking <laughs> Christmassy feeling. And I'm I don't care. I don't. He's not really? I'm not, I'm not a big Christmas guy. What? Yep. What? Yeah. Yes. Why? I, I, I think because I worked retail. Oh. And it ruined it for me quite a bit. Uh, I also like grew up. My dad was, uh, worked at a church. So it was always surrounded by a lot of work and like uh, being a church from morning till night and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I had some great times growing up too. I mean, great memories of it. I just like, as an adult, I'm like, ah, I'm good. Like, well, I, and as you can tell, he's a real asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> I also just love to hate. No, I, I, <laughs> Would I, you just bring him on for contrast? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's he doing on this Christmas a little podcast? Bit, a, a little bit. Yeah. We did, we did a dumb old podcast together and then I was doing this by myself for a long time. And then I was like, what? I don't like all this on me. So, <laughs> so I brought him along and he, he's a, uh, and I ruined it. He's the blah humbudge yeah, of the show. That's no. his catchphrase. <laughs> t-shirts available. Yeah, go buy a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I just it feels like a lot of hoopla. It makes life harder for me rather than having fun with it. It's the same thing we were just talking about. If right. I would just relax into it and go like, "This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's all have a peppermint latte and have a blast. It'd be fine." Peppermint latte, I think. Sure, sure. I think they have those. But instead, I have like going like, I just want to go to the goddamn store and I want to like fight everyone to get. It. There's lines and it's harder. And I have had that feeling in recent years towards Christmas. That feeling of like, now I just have extra stuff I have to do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But then I remember the meaning of the season, and I don't mean Jesus. I just mean the Christmassy <laughs> feeling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I- do you want to do the altar call now, or do you want to do it later? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you have a, uh, do you have like a particular Christmas memory or anything that stands out from uh, life? Well, 
I mean, there's so many. So I went to this private school from kindergarten through eighth, and we did this Christmas program. And it there was a daytime Christmas program, and then there was also a nighttime one. And I don't did we I don't know if we no we must have performed in it. Um, part of like the reason I'm I'm stopping the forward momentum of this podcast <laughs> in a way that's probably super fucking irritating is is that I'm trying I feel like the daytime one was for the younger kids and the nighttime was for the older kids but I my memory is of being involved in the nighttime one as a first grader and I remember dressing up and going to school when it was dark out I mean mm-hmm. we were all up probably past our bedtime mm-hmm. in our fancy clothes sitting in a classroom watching did you ever this is probably before your time. Miss Nelson is missing. Does that ring a bell? No. Um, It was a picture book and then they turned it into a little movie. And the plot is the Miss Nelson is a teacher at a school and all the kids like blow spitballs and are misbehaved. So then one day she's gone and there's a substitute teacher who's super strict and super mean and it makes all the kids miss Miss Nelson Mm. and then Miss Nelson comes back. Sounds questionable when I tell the story of it. <laughs> I like it. It, I, it was, I, it was I'm really in. entertaining. I just have no recollection of this. Yeah. You probably didn't ever see it. So anyway, I don't know why we were in class in the classroom though. Maybe we were waiting till we went on, and uh-huh. then I remember performing in the auditorium and like the lights shining on us, and it was just it was so much fun to feel grown up mm-hmm. in first grade. So that was a Christmas memory. Hmm. Um, there was this thing that there still is, but it's not nearly as fun as it used to be the Christmas walk in Corona del Mar on coast highway. Oh yeah. I, remember I used to about love that. that. So all the little stores um, and restaurants and things would, would set, would like decorate for Christmas and there'd be music in the street. Um, just like that song dancing <laughs> music <laughs> in the street. <laughs> and they would have like, they would put out cookies or cider or samples. And it was like a real fun community thing. I went again within the last like 10 years and I, it had be, I mean, this, this sounds cliche, but it was just much more commercial and not that much fun. I did not like it like I used yeah. to. Uh, also the Christmas company, which was at the fairgrounds and that was this like big Christmas market thing. Apparently all my things involved shopping, shopping There's- and uh, dressing up in first grade. <laughs> but you sound like all of your things are community. It's like yeah. being with people and sharing it. There's that Christmassy like, feeling. There is something undeniable about when you're in a, and it is like the corporate thing ruins it. It's like when it's a pure thing of everyone getting together to celebrate, doesn't matter what, but when we're all on the same page, we all have the same mentality. There's something that's enjoyable about yeah. being with people in your world. People you don't know, but are you have something mm-hmm. in common with for a moment is pretty great. Pretty Look at magical. that, Allison. You just converted Todd. Why? I I'm gonna it. go get a Christmas ham, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a vegetarian. I That's now even weirder now part. I eat meat. What, what <laughs> happened? A Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's great, um, Allison. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. Thank you so much for being one of the first back, uh, one of your first p- podcasts back. Oh, sure. And yeah, coming I've over and been doing wanting that. to have you for a while, and I'm glad we finally got to work it out. Really, Me cool. too. I mean that you came by unexpectedly as we were doing this. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. Yeah. I mean, is what? Are you recording this, or am I just talking into a microphone? <laughs> is that just a, a thing we do here? We love to play pretend around here. <laughs> we have a little blast. <laughs>
Uh, before we let you go, we like to ask everyone, uh, our friend Dave Clock, friend of the show, uh, his two favorite things in the world are hockey and sandwiches, and so much so that a friend made a back patch for his jacket with two banners, say hockey and sandwiches. I love it. What would your two banners be? Ducks. Ducks. And the facts of life. <laughs> That might be a new favorite. It is. It's <laughs> really good. Those are my passions. <laughs> and the facts of That's, life. I don't even, I don't what even do want to. usually say? Uh, it's all, all over, over the place. The place. But Some favorites are Steve Agee's. Uh, spaghetti and WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> but this is up there. This is. Yeah. Yeah. Really I don't even, good. I don't even want follow-ups. I'm just happy with that. Answer. <laughs> I don't even want to know why. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Oh, yes. My podcast, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. You can get that at AllisonRosen.com or iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen with one L. It's my parents' fault. <laughs> <laughs> and an I. And a few other letters. There are some others. Yeah. I mean, figure it out, everybody. <laughs> yeah. But do go listen to that. Um, yeah. Well, thanks again for Thank being here. Thank you for having me. Todd usually has a lot of plugs. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, this week. Uh, oh, you, this week I do have plugs. Listen to I guessed it on Steve Agee's podcast. You said these uh, at the beginning already. I'm doing it again. I when I got <laughs> in a case plug, someone tuned in in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, that's right. I, I Look, always if forget I get about those people. Chance to have a plug. I'm going to take it. <laughs> I never have plugs. This is my one time, and I get to guest. Uh, I get to be guest on uh, the podcast from uh, Daniel Van Kirk's podcast. Our guest from last week. Mm-hmm. Hindsight, Hindsight, I believe it's called. Yep. Yes. Tony plugs nope nothing for me right now just right. twitter at tony thaxton patreon give me some more patreon love yeah patreon.com slash tony thaxton get all kinds of dumb stuff star right. wars songs drum videos whatever you want not whatever you want whatever you want yeah whatever you want <laughs> i got a wedding to pay for give me some bucks uh, <laughs> um all right well thank you again allison thank you uh and we'll end the way we always do todd i get knocked out but i get up again you never gonna get down. I'm a downtown. Break it up again. <laughs>